If you've been thinking about quitting your job for a long time, but you haven't yet, I suspect a handful of things are probably holding you back. Let's dissect what they are and how to combat them. Tired of staying in your career because of everyone else's expectations? Frustrated by the curveballs life has thrown your way? Unsure of how to navigate the journey ahead? If you said yes, say hello to your new hangout. Welcome to the Reinvention Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Susie Q. Just like you, I was desperate to leave my 16-year career while also navigating major life hurdles. Rather than be a victim, I faced my fears, created a plan, and took action. I overhauled my life and successfully left corporate. Now, it's your turn. This is the place where your determination takes center stage. You'll learn strategies to navigate the chaos and your transformation will be unleashed. It's time to armor up, ladies. We are warriors. Let's blaze our own path. Are you a people pleaser? Raise your hand, shake your head if you're walking. Oh my gosh, I can totally relate to that because in so many ways, I found myself being a people pleaser too. And I received this five-star review titled, Calling All People Pleasers. It's okay to leave. Susie guides you through making that transition to your own freedom and control. And it's true. Sometimes when we want to make everyone happy, unfortunately, we're not making ourselves happy. And in the case of wanting to quit our jobs, number one, it's not easy. And I completely get it. That was where I was too. After being in my career for 16 years, making that huge transition and a massive decision in my life was extremely, extremely hard. I finally got to a point where I wondered if it was more painful to stay than it was to actually leave. And if you're thinking about that, then maybe this is the point where you need to make some big decisions for yourself. If staying was becoming more harmful to me, that was something that really was on my mind a lot. And as the story goes, the answer was a hard yes for me. Staying was becoming more harmful. And it took me years, but I persevered nonetheless. And you can too. So what do you say we jump into these 10 reasons as to why you may not be choosing to quit your job just yet? So number one, let's get right into it. I'm going to start with one of the biggest ones is fear. Yep, that four letter F word, that's a really bad word, right? (laughs) And I know, get your mind out of the gutter, but truly fear is one of those things that it limits us in so many ways. It scares us about everything in our life, right? It can hold us back, create reservations, uncertainty, And it just limits our ability to move forward and to recognize how we can do things a little bit differently. So I think one of the biggest things you might be contending with is going to be fear. So what do you do about fear when it shows up? Well, you start to understand what is the fear? What are you afraid of? What is the concern? So that way you can do what you got to do to prepare yourself for those things that cause you any sort of concern. Because the truth is that fear is a liar and fear is going to try and keep us small and keep us limited and 
stuck. And we are better than that. We do not need to let fear try and dominate everything in our life. Number two is going to be finances. That's the other big hitter, the one I hear about about a lot, right? Like, do I have enough savings? What does it, you know, cost for my day-to-day expenses? Um, Do I have enough for retirement? Like all the financial worries, right, that can come with what we've been used to being the secure thing for earning our income. If we step away from that, well, how will all those other things build and establish? And the good news here is that there's a way for you to work through those concerns and to come up with a way to continue saving money and to be able to, you know, pay for all your costs and expenses and you can still save for retirement. Now, it looks different for each and every one of us. So this isn't like a one size fits all. This is something that you get to tailor for you, your needs, your circumstances And then we make it work from there. You know, I got interviewed earlier this week and I was asked a question like, what do you see most? You know, um, women who are married and have, you know, a spouse that will support them financially, or do you see a single woman doing it on their own? And I was like, honestly, I see more single women than women who have a spouse or a partner who's willing to support them financially. And these women are doing it on their own. So it's totally possible. It doesn't matter what your circumstances are, you know, what your financial picture looks like. Like there are ways to figure it out. We can be creative. We can think outside the box. You know, maybe you need to pivot into a different career path temporarily. Okay, cool. We can go down that path. But there's no need to sit there and be like, oh my God, I could never leave this job. I can never step away from this thing because this is all I've ever done. This is all I know. And there, you know, I can't do more than this. Like, no, actually, that's not true. I call false on that. You know, it's not true. We can, in fact, find different ways to bring in income that are fulfilling and sustain us. And sometimes, yeah, do we have to go and get, you know, a schleppy job temporarily? Sure, that's okay. Who is that hurting? Nobody. So it's not a bad thing if we have to temporarily take on different things, different jobs, different businesses, right? To try things out and see what really fits best for us and our needs. I like to see it as an experiment. So why not focus on the things that you enjoy and see where you can make a living doing things that you enjoy? All right. I think I, <laughs> I, think I uh, hit on that one quite enough. And there's 10. So let me get going here. So number three, maybe you don't have spousal or a partner support. Um, Family and friends don't support you. That's a really hard one, right? Because especially if we're married and our spouse just doesn't understand, like, why would you want to leave the secure job that's got benefits and a big paycheck and all the things and sometimes the they are understanding and they under, they know what you're going through. But maybe you have a family member or a friend who is like, oh my God, are you crazy? Like you've been working so hard to get this career. And while they, I think the intention really is that they mean well, because they want to protect us. They want to keep us safe, which that's admirable. But at the end of the day, like that's just not supportive and helpful to us as we're thinking of doing something completely different. So 
what do you do to combat that? You start to get into, you know, connecting with other women who are doing things like what you want to do and networking with people in that same arena as the one that you want to start stepping into. Because if you are talking to people who have never done what you want to do, they don't understand what it takes. They can't motivate you or give you advice because they don't know. So they are coming from a limited mindset based on their own you know, perspective and their own experiences. So you've got to get in places where those people are at that are one or two steps ahead of you. And that's going to be the motivation and the support that you need to push you forward. Number four is sometimes when we're in these careers, especially if you've been in it for a really long time, you feel like your identity is literally tied to that role or that title. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you are not your career title. Like I was not, hi, I'm Susie and I am a senior management analyst. And that was my identity. Like, no, that is not who I was. That did not define me. That was part of who I was living as, right? Like I was in that role, but that was not my full identity. And for those of you who are mothers, um... I'm sorry to break the news to you and be very transparent here, and it's not meant to hurt your feelings, but the reality is that even being a mother is not our identity. Like, even that has a season, right? Because when our kids are little, like, they require so much attention, and as they grow older, then there's more things that they need us for, but then, like, now, as I near the empty nester period with my, with our youngest, my daughter, it is so very, very different in the amount of encouragement that she needs, support that she needs, and how much I'm needed. So if I based everything on my role as a mother, then I have no identity. So it's really hard to think about that. But the truth is we need to start to really redefine and understand who we are at the core. And at the end of it all is to uncover what our true gifts are and the role that we serve that is our true identity, right? Who are we at our core? Number five is you're probably lacking confidence and belief. Now, this is a hard one, right? Because confidence and belief, it's like how tangible can you really make it? But there are so many ways that we can build up our confidence and our belief. And just like I was talking about, you know, networking and connections, but guess what? You need to get in the rooms where those people are at. Getting in those rooms boosts your confidence because it makes you think like, oh my gosh, this is actually possible. And then some other things that you can do is read some books, right? You can read books that will support you and encourage you and really help you to understand how other women are doing the things that you dream about. That's where you really get to hone in on that. Number six is you're probably unsure of what you're going to do once you do leave that job. And you're like, oh my gosh, well, how do I do this? What's my first step? How do I come up with a plan? Like, what are all the things that I should do? And where do I even get started, right? Like, that's probably the biggest question. Where do I even get started? Well, one of the simplest ways, and this is really about investing in yourself and recognizing that you are worth making the investment in the things that are going to help you move forward, 
is you can find a coach who is going to be able to help you with that transition journey. Someone like me that, you know, can sit there and help you understand, like, what are the core things that are important to you? What are your values? Help you with your mindset, right? With that confidence piece, because that's what us coaches help you with is really identifying what are the things that you're struggling with and how to help you move past those things, how to help you work through those things. We just don't ignore them and just like, oh, okay, that's in the past. We're just going to let it go. Like, no, we work through these things. But you have to find yourself a coach that will work with you and meet you where you're at. And preferably someone that has been on the journey that you want to go to. So if you want to, you know, pivot from one career to another career path, fantastic. Find yourself a coach that's done that. If you want to pivot from one career and go into entrepreneurship, great. Find yourself a coach that you feel that is trustworthy and you feel confident in what they can teach you and how they can help you grasp how to start taking those actions going forward. But I just want to remind you that this is something that it's an investment in yourself that will pay you back in dividends. And I don't say that just because I'm a coach and because I love helping women like you go through this journey. I say that because when I invested in my very first coach, there was such a transformation in me and mutually I feel like in her seeing my journey unfold and her supporting me, like it was such a beautiful journey for both of us. And I will never forget that coach. Like she was a great first coach to get me started and to help me understand what I needed to do to start making progress and moving forward. So I want that same thing for you because if we just stay in the same circles, if we stay surrounded by the same exact situations all the time, guess what? We're not going to go anywhere. We're just going to stay stuck right where we're at. And if you're looking for growth, then the best thing you can do is invest in yourself and hire a coach that's going to help you on that journey. Number seven is you're worried about other people's opinions and they've all got perspectives and expectations that they want to push on you. And trust me, I've been there. I've done that. I lived it. And it sucks, right? Like, let's just be fully transparent about it. So this is why I like to caution you to really consider and learn who you can and cannot speak to about the true desires that you have. Like I said earlier, if there's people in your world who have not been where you want to go, then they're not going to be able to give you good wholehearted advice as to what steps to take because they've never been there. So it's a guessing game just as much to them as it is to you. So why would you ask them? Why wouldn't you connect with the people who, you know, who can actually up-level you, who can actually show you the journey and teach you how to get there? And like I said earlier, investing in yourself to hire a coach is a phenomenal way of doing that. Number eight is health insurance and all the other benefits that you get with your job. That's probably one of the big reasons you're not quitting either, right? And I know exactly how that feels because I went through the same exact exact situation myself when I was trying to make my decision of leaving my job or not. And at the same time, I was having a health crisis. So that was terrifying. But what I want to comfort you with is knowing that there is insurance that's available beyond what your employer offers you. And 
I used to hear things like, oh, the insurance is crappy, like it sucks, you know, uh, what is offered outside of a traditional employer. And in fact, that's not true. You know, there are so many options out there. It's just a matter of doing your research, finding the people who can help you, and then getting your own policy. And that's fine. And there's even people that I know that don't even have health insurance that they'd rather pay out of pocket because the insurance that they were getting through their employer doesn't even cover the type of medical treatment or medical providers that they want to go and visit. So why pay for an insurance that's not really serving you and so you can customize what your health benefits look like when you do it on your own terms number nine is what i call here the invisible safety net and that's the invisible safety net of having that secure job right because we think everything's secure and we're all good and safe and sound but here's the true dose of reality that i hate to bear on you but it's just the honest truth you can actually just get laid off from one day to the next. I was being interviewed this week and the host was telling me that she got laid off after 27 years in her career because of a merger. And, you know, and companies are downsizing and just letting people go right now. Like, unfortunately, that seems to be a big popular thing happening right now. And... So even though you think it's safe and secure, unfortunately, it's not. And I don't want to, you know, like I said, be the bearer of bad news, but I'm just being transparent and honest with you that you have to have that in the back of your mind. I hope that you're not in denial thinking like, oh my gosh, it's all peachy over here and everything's great and I would never be let go. Well, guess what? I never thought I'd be let go either. And I didn't technically get let go in that way, but I felt like I pretty much could have been let go at some point because they didn't value me. I felt like they would have replaced me from one day to the next in a heartbeat. And that's sad, especially when you invest so much of yourself, your energy, you know, every aspect of yourself in a career. And from one day to the next, they could just up and dismiss you. I didn't like that feeling myself. And so that was something that really pushed me to go forward and leave on my terms. And then our final one here is number 10, which is, I have to take a breath for a second because this is one that particularly for me really resonates a lot. But convincing yourself that it's not that bad when you know that your job is truly toxic. Like, I'm going to repeat that one more time. But convincing yourself that it's not that bad when you know your job or employer is truly toxic. Like seriously, think about that. We are downplaying the poor treatment, the toxic environment, the you know preferential treatment, whatever you want to call it. Whatever it is that's going on for you in your workplace. And maybe this doesn't apply to you. But... Pay attention to what you're downplaying. Maybe it's your a pay gap. Maybe it's your benefits are not as good as the same exact position of someone else, but it's a male. You know, what are those things that you are downplaying? What are those things that you're minimizing? Like, oh, but it's not that big of a deal. Like, it's not that bad. Girl, trust me. I used to say the same exact thing myself. 
I used to say the same thing. I used to be like, oh my gosh, yeah, no, I, you know, it's totally fine. It's totally, totally fine. Like, it's cool. It's not as bad as I think it is. It's just this was a bad day, you know. And then it turned into a bad week and then bad months and then bad years, you know. But we downplay it. We really do downplay it. And the key thing here to combat this and to overcome it is to really just start working on yourself. That is the key. Working on you, working on yourself, that is the absolute epitome of all of this. Is like, focus on that. If you find yourself feeling that way, work on you. You won't regret it, and it's the greatest investment you can make. So I listed these 10 reasons, and I want to try and tie this up real quick. But really, maybe one of these things resonates for you. Maybe five of these things resonates for you. Maybe every single one of these things hits you right between the eyes and the forehead, right? Like, I don't know where you're at. I don't know how hard your situation is and how many of these things are true for you. But what I do know is that there's a way out. I do know that you can persevere and move forward and you don't have to stay stuck where you're at. And let me tell you something. On the other side of all these concerns that you have and the reasons why you're holding back and delaying that very big decision is the greatest reward you will ever receive. And is it terrifying? Yes. Is it possible that, you know, you can make a decision and it's not great and then you want to pivot again? Absolutely. Like I am pivoting all the time and you have permission to pivot anytime you want as well. But you get to choose that. You absolutely get to choose that and you don't have to make excuses or use these as reasons to continue to hold you back. There's no need for that. We can work on every one of these things. I promise you that. Every one of these things is able to be solved. So I hope that these shine a light on where your mind might be at right now when it comes to why you're staying stuck in your job. And that the solutions that I offered you and the ideas that I gave you will help you with recognizing how you can start to move forward and take one little baby step. Pick one. Pick one small thing that you can do today and do that one thing and find how you can start to move forward because I promise you it is absolutely worth it to live a life that you enjoy, have a career that's fulfilling, and doing work that you love. Like, doesn't that sound like a dream? That's my life. That's what I've created for myself. Is it perfect? No. Is there so many things that I want to continue to do? Absolutely. Like, I'm constantly growing and I'm, like I said, always pivoting. But we got to start somewhere. We can't think of 50 million ideas because I'm like that too. And trust me, it just causes you to feel like a Tasmanian devil. So instead, let's start with one thing. What's that one thing you can start with? And if you're stuck and you're like, I have no idea where to start, then reach out to me. Like I've shared with you before, I am an open book. I would love to connect with you. So you can jump into my DMs either on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And if you just want to, you know, 
figure out where do I even start? Let's have a conversation. You know, absolutely. I would love to have a conversation with you. I know how challenging it feels, but you have so much potential and the opportunities are there for you. It's just a matter of you believing it and taking that very first step. So let's do that together. Was there a golden nugget or two that made you instantly think of a friend or loved one who could use some inspiration? If you've ever had someone text you something that made them think of you, it puts the biggest smile on your face, doesn't it? If you can share this episode with one person, imagine the ripple effect we can have together. Let's collectively bring all the warriors in our lives to create a reinvention revolution. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave me a five-star rating and review over on iTunes. It only takes you about 60 seconds to let me know what you think and what you want to hear more of. I'm pouring my heart into bringing you this content and your review goes a long way. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you on the next one.